0: What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to The Contractor Marketing Show. I'm your host, Matt Tebow, And today we are joined with Ron Newsbaum. He's the founder of uh, Buildercoms. And I'm really excited about this uh, episode today. Usually we're in the uh, studio, but uh, we got Ron here. We're online. We're going uh, international here. And uh, guys, today is a really special episode because we're going to be talking all about communication how to grow your contracting business with communication, uh, how to use communication in your business on the back end, the front end, and everything in between. And uh, Ron's the guy to talk to. So, Ron, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing fantastic, Matt. It's great to be here and
0: uh, be on the other side of
1: things for once, that is trying to to be different here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, for those of you who don't know, Ron actually had uh, me on his podcast and we were talking about marketing and sales. So we're flipping the script today. And uh, we're gonna talk all about uh, Ron's expertise, which like I said, is communication. And uh, so we're just gonna jump right into things here. And Ron, I'm just gonna kinda, you know, drill you with some questions so that we can help out, uh, you know, all the contractors listening of how they can bring their communication to the next level. So I think the first thing is just like, why why does communication even matter in a contracting business?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so communication, especially when we talk about customer communication, is the number one reason that customers are upset after a project. It's never the work, it's never the guys. I mean, I I say never, but for the most part, statistically speaking, it's not that stuff that causes an upset customer in an escalated situation. It's the communication aspect. So that's why we have to make sure that we're on point with how we're communicating with our homeowners and as well as the expectations with them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, like, what are some examples of you know? Because I think, um, I mean, my parents have hired some contractors before, and myself too. And sometimes it's like we just don't even know what the standard of communication. Like, sometimes you're like, well, I think maybe this is normal, or, or, or is this not normal? So, what would you say is kind of like what does bad communication even look like? Like, what does that look like?
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> you from your customer's perspective they're going to just think that the communication is going to be your responsibility that hey here it is he's going to make it happen and we're going to communicate all the time about everything and a lot of times what we hear is customers want more communication but i I say that that's an emotional response what they want is clarity with communication so they want to know how exactly are you going to communicate? And this is stuff you should have lined out for your business as SOPs, because yeah. your staff should understand this as well. Because if they do not, communication breakdowns happen. So customers want to know how. Yeah. Customers want to know when. Yeah. What are the updates look like? Yeah. When are you going to reach out to me? I say that twice because that's very important from an expectation perspective. Yeah. Because some homeowners are going to expect you to reach out daily, if not multiple times a day. But is that like, is that what needs to happen? Like, is that acceptable? Is that your SOPs? Is that even what makes sense? Yeah. But what a customer really wants is for you to outline this to them, right. to put them at ease because they have concerns with. Yeah. Com- like this they when you go and start googling biggest problems with construction projects homeowner concerns it's going to come to communication so they're sitting there at that table with these concerns I say get out in front of them set that differentiator and address them because it might not be something they want to address because they're concerned you're going to just say hey yeah we're really good communicators You know, but they don't want to hear that. What they want to hear is a plan and you should have a plan. It's not hard. We have plans for all this other stuff. Why don't we as an industry and as a business have a legit conversation about what that communication looks like? So we know. And then we just convey it to our customers and then they know.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of contractors kind of play like communication um, reactively, right? Like they will start Mm -hmm. the project and start doing all these things and then the person will ask questions and they're kind of answering but what you're suggesting is actually like hey let's be proactive about this especially in the onboarding uh aspect of it right it's like hey this is how we're going to do things like setting those expectations um you know like when it comes to onboarding do you have any kind of specific tips maybe that would make it easier for contractors to be like you were talking about SOPs like is that Mm -hmm. something that's really important in the onboarding process or
1: yeah so I'm a firm believer in you have to have one place to do all your communication Mm -hmm. so I'm going to recommend my software but you need to have one place so you say to not only your employees but your customers this is where we're going to communicate and how we're going to communicate right here You have to have an understanding for your employees of what kind of dialogue are we going to use? Because if if everybody's on a different terminology in your company, and when I say that, so if you're talking production installation, it's talking different than your sales department, you immediately are creating communication breakdowns for that homeowner that can easily be avoided because all they want to hear is the same terms. So. When you're talking in that one place with communication, everybody's saying the same stuff. Yeah, it's not like you know, hey, we're coming out here and we're putting these shingers on this roof, and we're going to put down some plastic, and then the installers show up. Oh, we're using this underlayment, and then the homeowners are like, whoa, hold on, the guy that was out here before said we were using plastic. Yeah, and you're saying the same stuff, but what we're doing is we're creating these communication breakdowns. Yeah. Just because we're not having the conversations as a company to say, hey, this is how we're going to communicate. This is the dialogue we're going to use. And then you have to train on it. Just like anything that's worth doing, like you have to role play this as as you know, aggravating as it might sound for guys. You have to just practice using the terminology I say get installation guides and get sales guys to your other and have them role play this to others so then they can start to understand the different dialogues mm. and why people say different things like why does the yeah. sales rep say it this way why do the installers say it this way have that conversation and then come to a standard for your company all the way up from the laborer on the crew to the owner of the company if they're addressing something, they should all be talking in the same terms within the company and customer facing as well.
0: Yeah, you hit on a couple of really good points. Like the first is just communication in one spot, like in our business, too. That's what we do. We say, hey, guys, we're going to communicate on this platform like that's where all the communication is going to be our, our team and your team is going to be a one spot. We communicate through like, you know, one area. And that um, avoids like, you know, you get a random phone call and then you talk to them and then they're not filled in. And I, you were talking a little bit too about the chaos of communication. Uh, my mother, a couple of years ago, hired a general contractor to renovate her um, bathroom, her, her main bathroom en suite. And the job was like amazing. Like the work and everything was incredible, but it was an absolute nightmare for her in terms of the GC managing all his subs, because like you said, the sub would come in and be like, I'm supposed to do this today, but the other sub didn't do the work or wasn't scheduled properly. So then he would be like, okay, I guess I'm not doing this today. And it was just like this crazy chaos. And so it really took away from the experience for my mother, because even though the final product was like, awesome, you know, the, 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 the finished product, the experience of going through it was like she was getting a text from this like sub and then talking to the gc and then so it's exactly like what you're talking about you know it's like these are things that maybe we can start segueing into now like okay this is why communication is definitely important like what kind of challenges might have like bad communication bring for a contractor if they're trying to grow their business then
1: yeah let's think about that for a second is we when you when you talk about scale in the construction business, and I have been just as guilty of this as everybody else out there is you use that as an excuse. Oh, we're growing. It's it's okay to be bad at communication. Like, it's just one of the the headaches that's involved, but it shouldn't be that way. Like if you start putting the right software in place, the right SOPs, yeah. Start having that understanding, you start to create scalability with your communication. Because as you grow, if you're pissing off customers, yeah, it's going to inhibit you to grow long term. So you want to do it in a way that's scalable. I'll tell you text messages, emails, Facebook Messenger, all like that stuff isn't not. Going to hack it when you're talking about continuing to grow your company and sure. get it to a place where it's scalable and you don't have to worry about it. Because one of the things that you run into with growth is records and not having access to the communication, right? And then say somebody leaves and then it's a he said, she said, and you don't even have access to that. So when you think about growth, yeah, everything else that you think about you should also think about that in the same way you think about your communication. It's something we don't do. So like, you got to think with the end in mind, where are we headed and what does our communication have to look like at that point in time for us to not drop the bar? You know, there's multiple reports out there that state that 35% of time on a project is wasted. And most of that is linked back to communication breakdowns. I believe to think about that from a a growth perspective or just a business perspective, the amount of time that can be wasted sitting on a project, because we don't have all of our T's crossed and our I's dotted before we even show up at the house.
0: Yeah, I think a really cool advantage too of putting all the communication in one spot that I've noticed is that now I'm no longer the bottleneck in my business. Because if all of the phone calls and stuff are going to the owner and he's taking those calls and then he'll like call his guy and say, hey, like the client wants this, blah, 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 you'll never be able to remove yourself from the business and scale. So it's like what you're talking about of putting everything in one centralized place. Not only do you have the records, but also now you can put in a support person who can answer those questions, you know, and Ron could be taking off on his vacation. He's no longer the bottleneck too. Yeah, it allows you
1: to start to have control of something that we've always just kind of considered uncontrolled. Hmm. It's it's pretty amazing when you start to think about it, how you can grow a business and then grow your communication and what that does for your customer experience. And we know what the customer's experience can do for your overall business growth like that yeah. can be a high driver of business growth as you continue to grow yeah is that customer experience Yeah, if you can continue to keep that right they're going to continue
0: coming back 100%. and better yet
1: they're going to tell their neighbors and their friends
0: for sure I mean this is like a perfect segue into where I wanted to take this conversation as well Is like You know with our agency we help contractors on the front end get all that business but then on the back end if you are delivering like a subpar product or maybe like you're saying the experience of just maybe the product is good but the experience isn't a good experience because of communication then like is that person going to be likely to refer you probably not so talk a little bit about that too is like um you know it's like this is Not only I think a lot of guys might see this as like customer satisfaction, like, yeah, I want to provide a good service and all this stuff, but they're kind of seeing the marketing and stuff separate from that. But as we know, that referrals are definitely like one of the biggest drivers for contracting businesses of growth. And so, you know, it's like if you have a great service and it's a great experience, you're also going to get a lot of growth on the back end with referrals. Maybe. Talk about like a specific story, if if you have one of where you've seen that in play.
1: Yeah, I I think refers is a really a low hanging fruit uh, in the construction industry as a whole. We deliver on it an exceptional experience. People want to have all the work done. One of the great things about my software and what it does is it it keeps everybody's projects in there so the homeowner can go in there and easily refer people and what we have found is that when a homeowner doesn't have to try to get the information yeah go on google or find your number find an email they're quicker to refer so we've made it to where it's just like two buttons boom you can refer so we've just made that super easy but that refer doesn't happen without having that experience. And what does that, that, that homeowner wants to break about their construction experience? They mm. Like, think about it. Mm. Everybody around is talking netically about their contracting experience. They go have their roof done, and it was a miserable experience. And all they have is bad things to say. Like, this is what everybody's hearing all the time. The homeowner that has a great experience, they want to talk about that because right. they want to be like, hey guys, you all suck. I made I the smart
0: decision. Yeah, yeah, I
1: found the right contractor and I <laughs> had a great experience.
0: Yeah. This is who they are. You
1: should have utilized, you should have them come out and take a look. Your guy sucked. You might want him to come out and take a look at what he even did. Like that homeowner right. one, they want to be that person that has the guy because no one does. So if you can deliver on that experience, they're going to go out, have that coffee at McDonald's. They're going to go out, uh, be at church and be like, yeah, oh, I have the guy right here. Let me send you his information. You need to get him out there. And you know what? Those deals close at a high rate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, you know, we, we learn a lot like, well, I've been learning a lot about like what what you should do for retention, right? Like, it's one thing to um, get a client on the front and you want to keep them too, right? And so it's like what you're talking about with referrals, or maybe a client coming back to you and say, Hey, like, bathroom went really well, we want you to do the basement. Now, retention is definitely, you know, the 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 most expensive thing you can do is acquire a new customer, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's like, when we're acquiring new customers, we want to make sure that we're also getting a lot on the back end too. So what you're talking about is like, absolutely true. And I think that, too, if someone has a great experience with the communication and everything feels like they're taken care of, they're definitely a lot more likely as well to leave a great review. And like I've talked about this on our previous podcast where like reviews are extremely important for growing your contracting business because then other people can see, hey, like this looks like a great business and that they've helped all these people that third party validation. So I absolutely uh, can say like what you're talking about is, is absolutely true. Um, so I think at this point, we've talked a little bit about like, you know, some of the challenges that contractors have faced with communication, um, why communication is important. Um, we've talked about how to scale, like, is there any other aspects of communication within a construction business that you feel are important talking to, like of how this can impact a business? Yeah, I, I think communication
1: is an item, an item that we have to focus on. We have to understand. You can track back one of the first articles about residential construction and problems with projects back to 91, where they address communication. We've let it go on for all too long. It's yeah. why I've, I've decided to take on this battle, which is considered to be one of the hardest battles. Like, There's a lot easier roads to go down, but I just <laughs> it, it's just time. Yeah, like, over 70% of homeowners aren't happy with the communication throughout their project. And I and when we think about that is how many of those people that you feel, and I, I, I truly believe it's not that we want to be bad communicators. We've just never had the right tools or systems in place. It's why yeah. I come on here and I talk about systems. I talk like stuff yeah. that you can do tomorrow. Like tomorrow, you can sit your staff down and be like, how do you say this to a homeowner? How do you say this to a homeowner? Yeah. Realize they're talking two completely different lingos. Get everybody on the same page. And you start say, I mean, you start solving 50% Mm. of your problem right there. Because you just take confusion out
0: of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, Sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, I think it just comes down to like sitting down, like you said, and being like, what's the game plan here? who's reaching out to who, like, how often are we reaching out? What's the system like you were talking about? And like, really cr- being intentional about it. Because I think what's happening is just a lot of people are just kind of like, it's a it's an afterthought. basically.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what it is, it's yeah. when
0: it's a pain in the ass. You <laughs> think.
1: No, like, that's when it comes to for man, if only it wasn't this, if only I could go back and do it different, but then we don't change anything. Mm. You know what I, I got I got to, I got tired of getting my attitude for stuff that wasn't my, like my deal. Yeah. Like that's what led me down this road to do what I do now and take on communication. Because I was like, this is like everything everybody's doing is haphazard because it's a known problem, but it's not an easy problem to fix. Right. But it really is an easy problem. You just have to look at it simply. Like the stuff we've talked about today is yeah. simple stuff. Yeah. that guys can do implement in their business and as they grow it just becomes part of what they do and like I was saying is I I believe we don't want to be bad communicators in the construction industry I just feel like we haven't had the appropriate tours we try to make shift stuff into working we're busy yeah. And we just get in there and we're just we're just natural fixers. So we're always just trying to work stuff out and fix it, but there's a lot of stuff that we can proactively do that would set us up for success on the front end that we know. Yeah. Just like when you're planning out a project and you're getting the the list here other of the the supplies you need for that project, you got to do the same thing with your communication, but the great thing is is you only have to set all of that stuff up once yeah train on it and then it's there for every project
0: yeah yeah so I'm excited to talk about your software in just a minute here because I think that that's something like you were saying like a missing key for a lot of contractors before we go into that can you just give some quick like you know tactical things that a contractor could do to kind of up their communication you mentioned which I really like you mentioned like all communication in one spot you know like quick, easy like takeaway. What are some other takeaways that maybe they could uh they could have? And then we'll jump into talking about your software. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So communication in one spot, mm-hmm. get your team or even yourself on the same page. Say if it's just you out there, yeah, sit down and think about your conversations with homeowners because we're all guilty of it. Like it's yeah. I mean, I spent over a decade in the industry and you learn so much different slang and stuff for different things. Like you just and you use it all differently, and we use it not thinking about the impact on the homeowner. Yeah. Three, I like to say homeowners fall into these buckets, it is roughly about 60% of them know nothing about what we do. So when we're talking to them, we yeah. have to understand that.
0: Yeah, avoiding jargon.
1: Yep. Another 30% are going to kind of have an ID of what we do. 5% is going to think they know what you're going to do. And literally 5% of the people you talk to probably understand what's happening on their project. Yeah. So when we think about communication and going back to how we utilize that and what terms we use, think about that. Huge. 95% of your customers are probably not intuitively in tune yeah to any jogging that you're going just use layman terms you're not so even you using don't. the
0: you're speaking Chinese to them
1: yeah which <laughs> what what's like the first role of communication is to make sure that you're talking the same language Like yeah. you can't go in there talking Spanish and they're talking uh Chinese and then you got a guy over
0: here talking English like Do you think that sometimes can be a bit of an ego thing where like contractors will use that like they'll be using that jargon and that kind of stuff because they feel like it maybe makes them seem like they really know what they're talking about, I guess, like,
1: yeah, I think we we try to use that as a differentiator when that's the wrong differentiator because yeah. all you're doing is confusing that homeowner. And then that homeowner doesn't even know exactly what you're doing. You deliver this bid, it could even be a line item bid, but if it's a bunch of stuff they don't understand, they're going to be like, I had like I I think he knows, but some guy comes in there's like, "Oh, you want this done. This is how we're going to do that." Oh yeah, over here this yeah. is you know, you see this piece of wood right here. This is the seal. And then like, we, we're going to do this and it, everything will be all fine. They pop, They give them a non-itemized quote and they go with them because yeah. they're like, I understood what that guy's going to do. And it's not even like they're going to say like he dumbed it down to my lover. They're just going to be like, he was just a better communicator. Yeah. When all you did was just take all the BS out of it and you just made it simple.
0: So yeah, 100%. don't
1: don't let our egos get in the way because the egos getting in the way are going to stop you from getting jobs. It's going to turn homeowners off because they're going to, I mean, think about, I like to say that a, a home renovation, a project on a home is literally the most expensive thing people are going to do. Everybody says a car is, well, they've just never done a home renovation project, yeah. like that would be the second most expensive thing they do besides buy that house yeah we got to make it easy for them to understand what we're doing and by doing that we'll come out the winner and then that allows so I'm big on empowering customers to be able to ask the appropriate questions because that works with communication like if that homeowner is not willing to say anything or they feel like they can't ask questions yeah that's where communication breakdowns start to happen so you need to empower them and if they understand what you're saying they're going to feel part of the conversation not like they're being taught or like they're in school and they're, they're they're being given a lesson they don't want to feel like there's a lesson happening. They want to feel like this is the project on my house. You're coming into my home. I want to feel like I'm part of it. I want to feel like I understand it. And that is where we have to get to when we're having those customer interactions.
0: Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. So we're running out of time here. Let's talk about builder <laughs> comms. I'm excited to hear all about it um give us the rundown on it man we like you you kind of alluded a bit to that's a software that helps out with communication some of these issues we've been talking about um go into it a little bit
1: yeah absolutely so builder is your one place to get all your communication we do all the messaging all the pictures all the documents videos anything that happens between you and your customer we get it all in one place we organize it per project for contractors and builders and we simplify it like if you can use facebook you can use my software like it's i'm not a right i'm a united states marine that spent over a decade in residential yeah. construction like i'm not a software guy so i didn't build out software just to build out software i built out something that is just an easy intuitive solution that looks like everything else we utilize but it, it allows you to give it to your homeowners. we built out an app for them. We're completely exactly. web-based for contractors and builders. So you guys can access it online, on your tablets, phones, laptops, desktops, anywhere where you're at, you have access to it. And then your homeowners just download the Builder.com's app. And it's as easy as them clicking on that to go in there and look at their project, have communications, And where I talk about empowering customers is we also work at like air traffic control. One of the magical things about our software is we've created these channels of communication that allows your customer, if they have a scheduling question, they're reaching out to the person that's in charge of the schedule. If they have a project question, they're reaching out to that person that's in charge of that. Now, it might just be you that's in charge of all of this. But from that homeowner's perspective, they don't feel like oh, I'm reaching out to somebody that doesn't know because the industry standard is, hey, sorry, I'm not the guy. Let me let me get in touch with the guy and I'll get back to you. Well, the homeowner doesn't want to hear that. So what do they say a lot of times is I'll just wait for the crew to get out here to ask yeah. a question. Well, it's probably something that impedes the project from being done. So we just make sure we open up those lines of communication. We make it super easy for your customers to refer you. And when Matt talks about the reviews, uh, we straight when a project wraps up, push a push notification to it. That's one of the magical things about the app for the homeowner to be able to go leave your review. So you no longer have to worry about chasing emails, chasing text messages. We get it all in one place and we make it super simple for you.
0: Sounds super cool. It basically, like honestly, it really sounds like setting yourself up with an infrastructure in your business that you can actually grow and like still deliver that you know amazing service that you were talking about with so many contractors making up excuses saying like oh we're just growing like you can still grow and still deliver that a plus quality service
1: yeah Um, you get get all your stuff in place and just deliver that experience every time do the stuff we talked about use builder comms as your one place for communication Get everybody on the same page. Get those SOPs. And your communication can never be the issue as you grow your company.
0: I love it, man. Where can What's the uh, website so people can check it out? I'm sure they want to check it out and just like see all the features. Maybe they want to talk to you. I don't know what the best way to go about it is. What would be the best way?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you can reach out to me uh, through buildercoms.com. Yeah. and set up a demo I I'm the guy that does the demos I'm a, I'm the one out there so don't hesitate to reach out to me I'm on all social media as well so anywhere you look you're probably going to find me
0: yeah is that BuilderComs comms with two Ms there
1: nope just one M so okay.
0: coms.com perfect awesome yeah so check that guys out like um that's definitely worth taking a look at for sure Um, Like we've been talking about communication is super important. If you're trying to scale, if you're trying to grow, if you want to have your customers walking away being like, man, this was a great experience and bragging like Ron was saying, then like this is definitely something you want to take a look at. Um, Ron, is there anything else in the last couple of minutes you want to say before we sign off here?
1: I I just, you know, whether you use my software or not, there's golden nuggets in what we talked about today. That can completely change your customer experience. And I really, I just want guys to go do that. Like my goal is to help the construction industry remove communication as being this big headache in all parties. That's why I build out the software. But there's things that you can do, just like we talked about today, tomorrow morning. That set you up for more success than what you were when you came into listening to this podcast. So don't be afraid to do that stuff. And don't be afraid to just say, this is how we're going to communicate. And there's, it's going to be a learning curve. Because one thing I've learned about communication is we're dealing with how, really ingrained, this is how we've always done it. Yeah. So you don't have to give it some time whether it's my software or you use something else, you decide you're just going to do emails, like give it 30 days because you're changing how your entire team does stuff. So give it time, stick to it. It's just like anytime you implement something or a new procedure, don't give up on it, stick to it because the light at the end of the tunnel, I, I mean, I watch guys do this all the time start implementing this stuff, start talking about it, get all this worked out. And you're 30 days away from having a completely different customer experience than you've ever been able to deliver before. So just hang in there and get it done. I mean, it's it's well worth it for what's on the other side of it.
0: Great. Well, thanks again, Ron. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. That was th- this episode on the Contractor Marketing Show and we'll see you on the next one.